Everyone, welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee, who is just digging out some stuff to talk about today. Of course, we really planned for this show. So how you doing, Rob? Doing, uh, doing okay, Todd. It's another Saturday. These shows come around pretty fast these days, don't they? Well, a couple days and back, we're back at it again. Now you know what a journalist now. Now you know what it feels like for me to do my Geek News Central show Monday, Thursday of every week, and then do this Wednesday, Saturday, and plus do a podcast insider on Thursday. It's like, whoo, yeah. (laughs) Someone told me the content machine. Someone told me the other day I was doing these rants on Geek News Central, and I've you know kind of I've been known for that in the past, and. uh, they said, well, just make a separate show that's just nothing but rants. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I can't do it. I, I can't, I can't do it. But yeah. uh, here's something you should not do. You should not eat something prior to the show. That is that little, you can't really can't see that, Rob, but the, the audience can. That, what oh, that is, that's a, little is, there, that, that's, oh, a, that's, a, that's a little, geez, I can't, I can't even put my finger the right way when I'm looking at the monitor. That right, is right a, that is a mayonnaise spot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I had a chicken breast sandwich with a little mayonnaise on it and it, it glooped out on me and I'm just like, you can't take me anywhere. So That's for right. those of you listening, you don't care. <laughs> right. But for those, if everyone's eyes going to be drawn right to that. So anyway, yes, they are. Uh, hey Rita, how are you? I've been looking at it the whole time. <laughs> so Rob, I think, <clears throat> you know, looking at your lights, I think you need a white figure out how to white balance your camera yeah. and you know because I, I think what's happening is is you've got the lights good right. but now you're like really flushed out. out yeah i'm flushed out it looks like you just got done running five miles or something or being at the gym or or something else so yeah, i didn't 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 eat enough right <clears throat> well you know it's you, you know so i purposely toned myself i'm probably redder than i would be on Someone looks at me, you know, direct, but I can change the tone here on the, on the camera, but yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll, I, we'll get yes, you there. So I don't look tanned. Is that what you're saying, Todd? No, you, <clears throat> you look, uh, flushed is what you look like. So, flushed. Yeah. You uh, look flushed. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But, okay. uh, anyway, so hope everyone's doing well. I, we had a donation come in. I don't know if it was for this show or. For another yeah, show. You've been blending these shows together a little bit, I've noticed on your streams. Yeah. So we did get a $25 donation. It came for either Geek New Central or New Media Show. Thank you. We appreciate the donation. I'll throw it in the right. New Media Show pot. It's like it, and you know, with these extra shows, this, the actual the streaming costs have went up quite a bit because I'm going over my hours on Wowza and uh, I get 10 hours included. Then then I get whacked for every hour that I'm over. And uh, so I've been well over every month now. So we'll throw it at the uh, Wowza bill. So yeah. anyway, uh, so you heard, where did you read that Pocket Cast got t- took down because of I, COVID I read content? on on Twitter. I, I got pulled into a thread on, on, on Twitter about the Podcast Attic um, getting taken down off the the Google play store for having COVID-19 content or something related to that. There's not a lot of specific details, Oh, so. but it, but it, uh, it's something to do with content policies. So, um, so here it is. Here's the picture. Right. 
your app has been suspended. Yeah. So if you go and do a search in, in Google for it's podcast gone. addict and you click on the, the Google play link in the search results, it comes up with a, sorry, this URL. Oh, so they've got, found. this is ridiculous because that's, it's not their fault. No, it's not. No, no. Podcast addict doesn't create content. All no, they they're, they're a podcast app. So how do they? Metadata, right. Yep. Mm. It says some sort of policies, um, content related policies is what they say. So if you're, gov- say they say, because you're not a government agency, you can't talk about COVID-19. So what we should do here, Rob, Rona, we're going to start calling it Rona on the show here we can't we can't use the can't use the real word so it looks to me then that see herein lies the problem ladies and gentlemen we go back again this this i mean this is classic holy can you if i'm podcast addict i'm flipping out but if you've got listeners on podcast addict they can't get their your do they take the app off the person's phone too I don't know. It's un, unclear what happens when you when it's disabled from being acquired or downloaded. Wh- whether or not the app stops functioning somehow, I don't know. I don't about know. That. So I would think it would still keep functioning. How can right. how can they be compliant? They're, they are an aggregator of data. Yeah. Well, I think that the policies are typically um, made. Uh, in those platforms to look at an app as, as being ca- kind of like a funnel of content that's owned by the app owner. Right. right? And not. So and there's, not, it's almost like uh, the terms of service that exists probably on the listening platforms. And not 300,000 people. So all it probably took was one person didn't like someone's COVID-19 episode, reported the episode. Right. And it got took down. There's no. a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of kind of conspiracy theories flying around. There's a lot of stuff going around. It's hard to know, but, you know, but there, that's but, what's probably behind all this stuff. Well, I'm sure, but you know, here, and again, there's a lot of stuff that's legitimate that's being pulled down by yeah. these organizations as well. You know, if you let, if you, if you take, if you got two doctors talking about Rona, who are actual doctors. And then you have Bill Gates, who is not a virologist and where the two doctors videos are taken down and Bill Gates is, isn't then w- there, there's a problem there, you know? So, oh, yeah. So it's, so it's, does, it's, it's, it, it, it's, I mean, does that mean that we don't really have any, any sources of independent, I mean, information that's going to be allowed by these platforms? Well, no, these platforms are picking winners. They're picking winners and losers and they're setting the narrative. And this is what I've been afraid of for all. And this doesn't, this doesn't have to, this could have been anything. And I think people see, here's what people are starting to find out. And it really, it it really solidifies because I would uh, tell people, yeah, people are being um, deplatformed and they would scoff at me. News organizations scoff at anyone that says I've been deplatformed. Been deep platform. Oh, I, I've been uh, shadow banned or whatever. And people would people would scoff at that and say that's a conspiracy theory. And finally, finally, 
Now, granted, there's some stuff out there that are just, you know, fruity tooty. But it just is a definite, this is just another thing here that podcasters right. need to realize is that you better have a place you can call home. Newmediashow.com. Right. And, you know, we don't, it's, we're talking about Rona and the aspects of media and how it's interacting here. But look, if Podcast Addict, one of the top podcast apps, can be taken offline because they had articles, probably from, probably from legitimate sources, probably from yeah. people that were not legitimate sources talking crazy stuff. Right. You, you know, and they, they're protected under safe harbors. They're not going into their catalog excuse me and and you know we don't if someone if someone put up a rona related post that was you know you know coronavirus was was caused by a man from mars you know if, if you know if we if someone did that and posted that and it's had a serious byline for it until someone reports it i don't look at that you know so yeah so so Podcast Addict, when they posted to Twitter, this is the message that they, they posted. Um, they, they said, Google just suspended Podcast Addict again. So maybe this has happened before. Wow. This time we're having podcasts about COVID-19. And their comment is, are you for real, Google? Can you please check your own Google Podcast app, your search engine, and YouTube first before you start taking it on apps right. like this? Right. I do believe that they're all, they're doing that on YouTube, right? To yeah. some degree. Oh yeah, they're um, they're taking stuff down on YouTube for sure. And are are they doing this in the Google Podcasts um, listening platform? Uh, I don't I, I don't know. Don't know. Right? And, and is the search engine um, getting hit by this as well? I don't I, think that's true. I don't think it's true either. Maybe. So th this is a little bit selective enforcement of. A content policy on nope. Their someone, someone on Podcast Addict has reported that app to Google for having some show. Someone's pissed off. I'm telling you, this is what's going. I almost guarantee it. Someone's pissed off about a show. Some listener is outraged, right. and they've reported that app as ca carrying false information. I'm, I, I, I would bet a hundred bucks. Yeah, no, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's where all this starts. Um, the thing that kind of spun out of control with this is what, what I saw is that people not understanding kind of what's going on here started started blaming Google Podcasts. Oh. And, and Google Play. It's because um, people don't understand. Specifically. Um, now, granted, the Google, Google Play apps is where this is living. So Google Play is certainly part of this, but the Google Podcast stuff has nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with it. Right. This is these are content policies that are related to the Android app store. So if Podcast Entire. Addict's been taken down, then all the Android apps should come down. All of them. Because they'll have they have same the same content. content. Right. So the reason again, the reason I'm saying that this reason this app has gotten removed is because somebody specifically referred to podcast addict in this claim i'm yeah. sure i'm sure and, and if said, they did that 
or any of the other listening apps, probably the same thing would happen. To date, I've had no one submit a ticket at Blueberry to remove any show from Blueberry that's got any Corona-related content. I've had no takedown notices for any show on Blueberry. We did. Now, this is even more crazy. We did get another take, another removal. Another show was removed from Spotify this week, just one. And we, for the life of us, we can't figure it out. We, we read the title of the episodes. I went to the episode. They had one, one reference to Rona in their show. I, I have no idea why the show was removed from Spotify. It's some automated bot has reacted on something. So, yeah. Well, Todd, if you back up and you look at kind of kind of the bigger picture of things with all this too, is is I know that all these platforms and companies were called on the carpet in front of Congress in the last year. I mean, a lot of them, you know, like Mark Zuckerberg and Google and Microsoft, whatever, had to go and testify in front of Congress about their controls on misinformation and. Um, stuff on their platforms um you know the whole russia thing and all that stuff was all part of a big investigation on there and i i'm, I'm sure that this is probably part of that these platforms are thinking because the same thing is happening on facebook right oh it's happening um, it's it's a yeah, sport right now they're feeling pressure to to make a judgment on what is um truth and what is misinformation and to get rid of all of the uh, misinformation because we can't always tell really between whether or not this is attacked by some external country or organization or what, whatever it is putting out misinformation, right. Uh, versus what is the, the truth? Those lines are blurred so much now. And these tech companies feel like they have to, they're being forced to get in the middle of this. Right. Well, I, I see, Every day now, people are like, read this quick. This is going to be taken down. Right. And sure enough, it's within an hour, it's taken down and people are doing sport with it now. And actually, sometimes now people are messaging me on Messenger saying, hey, watch this. It's been taken down on Facebook everywhere else. And, Make a copy of it. Right. right. And, and, and here's the thing. I had something sent me to me yesterday. It's kind of long. It was like 11 minutes and it was definitely political in nature. Right. And I don't normally get those types of um, posts from people, but someone sent me one and I'm like, okay, it's not talking about Rona. It's political. And it was a little bit, par not parody. It was actual people's, it was Republican and Democrats, people's spoken word. Right. It was Nancy and the president and every, and it was, they, they, they did a montage, you know, they put president saying something, Nancy saying something, Schumer saying something. So it was, it was in a, in a certain sense, there was, it was kind of funny. Right. That had been taken down because that didn't meet Facebook community guidelines. And to me, it was just, to me, it was like, okay. So someone took the time and put this kind of this cool parody thing together that I kind of chuckled about. It wasn't just, it wasn't a blasting the right or blasting the left. It was, you know, <laughs> both of them were taking heat, you know, equal direction. Right. And yet it was taken down because of community standards. So, okay. So parody is parody now. We can't be funny no more. And we can't right. make fun of politicians no more. <laughs> you know, 
Come yeah. on. That's that's sport, right? That's, you know, comedians have made their living going and doing sport on right. parodies on politicians. So I just I think that they're so super sensitive right now and people have become so divided. <clears throat> if they don't like something in the in the slightest, they get right. so triggered that they oh, my God. Oh my God, my sensibilities have been upset and they report something. Well, that's, I, I think what we're seeing here is a, is a, is kind of a lashback on this whole situation. Things have gotten so divisive and so extreme on both sides that, uh, even, even trying to, um, eliminate content that perpetuates more division <laughs> is getting taken <laughs> down. Right. Right. Um, so in, in the effort of these tech platforms to, to bring people together by removing content that's divisive. They're pissing um, them off more. <laughs> they're, they're creating a whole nother divisiveness right. around us and them. Right. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't, you know, it's definitely a sign of the, the times. So what it? they should yeah. have, here's what they should have. Yeah. <laughs> they should have r.facebook.com d.facebook.com i.facebook.com and you just hang out with your group <laughs> i think that's kind of what's already happening though, Tyler. well but, to a certain extent these these <laughs> these tech platforms are trying to say well we're not going to allow any of that to happen right yeah you know miss what's the difference really between misinformation and divisive information right but I, but what but here's know. here's the problem <laughs> You have somebody that is making a determination what is misinformation. And that's the scary part. So let's, let's go back to 1776. Right. All right. Let's go back right. to the founding of this country. So the, before we declared our independence, you know, you really couldn't speak out against the crown. You couldn't, you, you couldn't have a voice. Right. Without afraid of being locked up, right? Well, we declared monarchy, which right. is different, right? So we, de we, have. we declared right. our independence, you know, they, and ultimately from that came the Bill of Rights and everything that came from, you know, successiveness of, of how the America was established. But the simple fact of being able to have freedom of speech was right. a core fundamental of this country that made us very different than many other countries, even today. You, you don't have freedom of speech. And Iran or in China or some places like that. So because we've got freedom of speech, you can say anything. We're finding out why. Right. <laughs> right. So here we, here is where us as podcasters need to embrace the, embrace this and understand that you can say whatever you want in a podcast. Now I, again, you know, Use caution there you, because words have consequences. You, if you say something about someone, if you call them a name or if you, if you libel them, there is going to be potential legal retribution to you and your reputation may be tarnished if you come out as a whack job or whatever, but you have the right to be as crazy as you want in your podcast as long as you don't threaten somebody and, and you know, all these things that most of us as service providers having our terms of service, you, you have pretty free reign, right. you know, and I think what we need to understand here is, is that it's great to have promotion on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, 
but it's their platform, their rules. They don't like yeah. you. They don't like your content. They're going to take you down. They're going to devoice you. They're going to make you less authoritative. Your stuff will not be seen. Now, the same thing may happen to your website. But Todd, let's, let's, uh, let's address the elephant in the room here. And is, is this government censorship or is this just private enterprise? No, what this is, I think. To take, take control based on their, their terms of service. I think it's a combination of everything. I think it's a combination of the government not wanting this information out about COVID-19, maybe, maybe, or Corona. I think right. it's um, them Do trying. Do these tech companies feel threatened by that? I, I, that I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if they feel threatened by it because I don't know. I don't think so. I, or, the, or are they scared that they're going to lose users if they let things get out of hand? I think they're worried about someone dying or doing something that was posted on their platform. Right. And then being held accountable for it. You know, I'm sure it's a whole, I'm sure it's the whole, a whole plethora of that stuff. Right. You know, and they're not put in, I wouldn't want to have to be in the position to have to make the decisions of what is removed or pulled down. And it, well, it, Todd, you and I have been put in those positions. Well, I have, I know I have. Too. Well, my, my, and I, Todd hasn't. Todd turns over to the lawyer and say, okay, give me a ruling on this. We base, yeah. we base our removals of content based on our terms of service and right. the legal opinion I have from my counsel. Because yeah. I, hey, you know, here's what you have to do. And this I is hard the one for- I got the phone call from Spotify uh, around Alex Jones. So it, that was a tough- that was a tough situation to be in. Well, you get the call, but you turn it over to your staff. Someone on your well, team, someone on your staff determines. Well, it was a group. It was a group thing, right? Okay. It wasn't just me deciding something, but it was um, the leadership of the company, Spreaker, right, at the right. time. So for, for us, I turn that over to my legal counsel. He listens to it, and he makes the right. legal determination. Was that hate right. speech? Were they trying to threaten someone? And it goes on and on and on. Right. And then he tells me and that what the, what the, and I, I don't argue because we can attach emotion to content right. and emotion is not what you need. You need a, you need a legal yeah. and, and you, and you trust your lawyer, your legal counsel to say, yep, that was explicitly outside our terms of service. It's got to go. And it's not just Alex Jones. It's, we've had other instances too. White supremacist. Mm -hmm. Some right. of that to me was very, very easy. To me, I was just like, you know what? I, I still, in my mind, I'm saying it's got to go. But right. I said, nope, we got to process, turn over to legal. He comes back to me in a half hour and says, yep, pull it. And I had already, in my mind, knew I wanted to pull it, but I wanted to make sure that from a legal standpoint, from my lawyer, I knew where we were at. So these, there's millions of these being posted every day on Facebook. So it can't, they can't go to the lawyer every time they've given their staff. Yeah. Here's the criteria. Right. Make the call and hell right. be damned. And yeah. it's probably the same thing with the Google play store in this. Yeah. So, so it goes, it, it's still fundamentally, fundamentally it goes back to 
got to own your got to own your radio transmitter. I mean, just to give me an example here, you know, I was just mentioning Alex Jones and here I think it was in the last month or so I I watched a video of him and he was claiming that he's he's ready to start eating his neighbors. <laughs> you know, that's, I mean, that's I mean, a I mean, that's a I mean, level literally that's literally stringing up his neighbors. That's and, a level of absurdity, but he, come right, on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought to myself, you know, that content right there would definitely violate everybody's terms of service, right? Claiming to be a cannibal. Right. But okay, so come on now. That's not but at the same point serious though. Oh, you know, I've heard some comedians be pretty serious too in some of the things they've said. So, you know, we're I, you know, busy you know, maybe, you know, maybe when he again I don't listen I to mean, the, I, I mean I have to admit I I certainly laughed at him. He's definitely an entertainer. I don't I did I don't listen I think to his cut co- across the content line. I don't think you want to start being, you know, <laughs> propagating that you're going to eat your neighbor because things are going to get so bad with this coronavirus uh, thing I, that you have to be prepared to do what you need to do. I right? don't know what so. the context of him making that point was, but at least I would hope he would have said that at the end. Now, let's be honest, folks. I'm not going to eat my neighbor, but you know, <laughs> but, obviously, my barbecue. But, but obviously he didn't. Right. So my God, you know, so, you know, you gotta, but here's the thing. He's still on the air. He's still got a show. He is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> He's not on Spotify anymore. No, but you know, and probably most of his audience is not, not on Spotify anyway. Right. So. <laughs> right. Right. That's true. So, but at the same time now we have to really look at this seriously. And for me, this is good. You know, I, all this controversy going on in Facebook, Twitter, Google play store. Now I hope, I hope that it gives podcasters some, perspective of why and again you might be doing a a a crocheting show and never and never ever run up against any community guidelines because may oh she used the wrong yarn or he was using the wrong latch hook or you know whatever it may have been right and 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 again if if people that make do do crocheting i'm not trying to be like down on you guys. I'm just using that as an example because I'll get hate email for, for saying what I just said. But <laughs> it, it it's someone could say, "Oh, that's a travesty to mankind that they have done the the wrong the wrong knot," and I'm going to report this. Right. <laughs> you know. So all it takes though is a small, 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 small minority of people to be pissed off with your content. One percent right. to be pissed off at your content to cause your content to be removed from a platform. Right. 99% of your audience might be very happy, having a good time, love you, donating, doing your Patreon. It takes 1% right. to get you deplatformed off stuff. Uh, one thing you may say, you may say some, so that's why I even doing my tech show, I, I'm like, I have to, you have to be careful in how you place your words and follow that up with like, that was an example or this, I'm just joking or just so because people will take just this much. Right. And it will have pissed them off so bad that they'll report you. Now. I mean, Todd, it was just like me mentioning this thing about Alex Jones. If people cut out 
oh. the uh, first part. Yeah, of yeah, said, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. This is what Alex Jones said. Right. And they just play my part of saying, I'm prepared to eat my neighbors. <laughs> that I could be portrayed as being a cannibal. Know, be taken down too. This whole show could be taken down. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, you, you cannibal, you. <laughs> but right. I, I think, though, we've, um, we've also got to the point, and it's been this way for a while, is right. that people just can't unsubscribe. They get so yeah. pissed off. You know, and uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a sad state where we're at where we can't debate and have a, have a healthy conversation. So I hope in your podcast, you're able to have a healthy conversation with your, I think that's why I love podcasting as much as I do. You know, I really was, because uh, I, I think that exists over here it, more than really, yeah. really anywhere else. But two or three shows ago, I was just like, listen, I, I've just got to say what I got to say, right. you know, and I, and I went off and it was really, and you know, you look at Elon Musk, what did he do? He said in, in California, screw you. I'm opening my plants. You don't like it. Come arrest me. And right. so he took a stand. He may have gotten arrested. He may have gotten fined. They didn't, but he took, you know, and if his, if his plant does well, he'll be given a thumbs up for doing what he'd done. If his plant all of a sudden gets a whole bunch of infections, there'll be Case. thumbs down. Right. So he's rolled the dice and he stuck, he stuck his stake in the ground and that's where it is. So, well, I mean, that's a reflection of what the whole country's doing right now. Right. We're, we're, we're rolling the dice that we can do this rollout or reopening safely and we won't see a big spike in cases, but you know, the, the jury's out. Jury, I, jury's I, out. I don't know what, what the outcome of this is going to be. I don't know that summer is going to suppress this thing. So we can only hope based on what's happening in Florida and other places that those models right. follow through. We just can only knock on right. wood. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a virologist. I'm just yeah. some dude. We don't know. <laughs> and don't I'm, know. I'm approaching week, start of week 10. Cause we're locked down here in I'm, Michigan. I'm, I'm wearing a mask <laughs> when I'm around other people outside. That's, that's, well, that's as simple I'm going to tell is. you, they're not doing that here where I live. I can just tell <clears> you that. And again, I've got an N, N95 mask. So yep. I'm. I'm good. And matter of fact, okay, so I don't don't freak out mm-hmm. and wear social distance by two, three thousand miles, whatever it is here, Rob. You're you're not the yeah, same. I'm gonna room. cough on you. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> I went to Mexican, went to, to a restaurant, right, and sat down and got served a beautiful, fantastic Mexican meal in in a wow. in a restaurant in Angola, Indiana. They were, they were at one third capacity the way, and I was looking, it was like table. There was like two tables of separation between each. It wasn't one table of separation. It was two tables of separation. So it was like eight or nine feet between tables or something? Yeah, at least. So if there was 40, if there was 40 tables in the business, they may have been able to seat a dozen 13 with their layout and they turned and burned us. We got in, we got out. Guy was wearing a mask. We weren't wearing a mask. We sat as a as a group together, five of us sat together at a table together. Mm-hmm. Um, the, everything like no more wicker baskets came in a steel bowl. So you know we it was a great meal. And when uh, they had uh, hand sanitizer on the way in, and when you went out, and so 
you know, we went in and we actually saw some friends and waved and didn't go talk to them, but just, you know, Hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. Mm-hmm. And, um, in and out. So to me, it was the best night in about a month. So did they throw the food at you? Like I've seen in, in, no. in, in videos on, no. on, on Facebook? No, they, <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know, they were, the staff was wearing plastic gloves and a mask and yeah, yeah. So anyway, it, so the country is opening up and we'll see how this happens little yeah. by little. Michigan, you can't go in and sit down, but I was able to go seven miles south of where I'm sitting right now and sit down at a restaurant. So that's even more crazy stuff is, wow. you know, we're officially locked down at the end of the month, but Indiana's opened up. And so wow. there was a lot of Michigan plates in that, uh, in that, in that parking lot too. All the stores are opened up. Everything's open. All the stores, you can go shopping <clears throat> anywhere. Which it should have been to begin with. Walmart could be open. Everyone else should be open. Begin. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a virologist. But let's get back to content. Um, right. Yeah, this is horrible. What's happened to podcast? Yeah. yeah. I, I'd be lo- I'd be losing my mind. I don't know what they can do to to fix it and why why they were singled out. I don't know either. I, it doesn't make any sense to me um, either. The person at Google didn't really understand what that app did. Um, Again, it, it had to be one sh- some show that got reported and yeah. some piece of content, and that's a pretty drastic move. Pretty though. drastic move for a podcast app, right? If right. we have any Google people listening, we may, um, you know, reach out to the people at the Google Podcast Store and, and not the Google, not excuse me, the Google Play Store. For apps. For apps. And, you know, ask that team over there, WTF. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Doesn't. So I saw that Spotify is going to be creating uh, local uh, related playlists of music and podcasts. So local. That was interesting. Hmm. Not too many shows are local. Mm, well, I mean, if you think about it, Todd, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of radio stations that go out of business. Well, based so on our may- conversation from Wednesday. Right. Um, maybe there's an opportunity now, finally, for podcasting to find some traction to delivering local content because radio stations are going to be, some of them are going to be going away. So if you didn't listen to Wednesday's show, you want to go back and listen to it. About the 30-minute mark, we had Matt Tundle came in. Right. And Matt is uh, well-versed on what's going on in the radio space. And we spent uh, 45 minutes or so talking with him about the radio. Matter of fact, I changed the title of the show based on the discussion with Matt. So it was, uh, it was a good episode and should make you sit back and go, hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is curious. I, oh, I know what I was going to bring up. <clears throat> so this, I, I don't know if I can say who. Better not. Had a conversation Friday with a major player in the space that wanted to talk to me about podcaster liability. Okay. You, yeah. Do you, Rob, know who I might be referring to? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So nope. the conversation I had was. What? Slander? Uh, that kind of stuff? So. Just think about this for a second. Um, 
Slander or music? So let's 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 use music as an example. Okay. Um, if you do, if you, uh, how's the, I, I have to be careful. Um, well, let's just slander in general. If you're a podcaster and you slander someone, you know, and you make a direct threat that, uh, let's just say that some name is a child molester. Let's say you say that. Right. If you say it that way, you can be sued into Bolivian. And you have to prove that that person is a child molester. Now, it unless gets, they're a public figure, right? Uh, even then, they be, you better have some proof, right? right? Now, if you say some name, I believe, and I personally think they are a child molester, that's my personal opinion, you are still not out of the woods, but you're, it's, it's your opinion. And it depends on the context around that. And again, I'm not a lawyer. You can get sued for anything, but how you say stuff does matter. And in well, con- isn't the Senate, Todd, look, looking at trying to pass some legislation right now to limit the liabilities that companies have to anything r- r- related to COVID? I don't know, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, well, for our companies, yeah, let companies open up. And if an employee gets <clears throat> Corona, yeah, Arona. Right. So, but let's go back to my example. So I've looked into sh- uh, insurance for Geek News Central and um, my property here, New Media Productions. I've looked at that and it's about $2,000 a year. It's a policy that is uh, normally written for people that are r- journalists, people that are writing articles for blogs, book writers, that kind of stuff. It's about two grand. Mm-hmm. It's not inexpensive at all. And for a period of time, when I was doing some stuff that was related to Oh, stuff that was going, some activist stuff I was working on um, in another situation a few years ago. I got some insurance because I was really pushing hard and was being very careful how I spoke. And I was, you know, again, expressing my opinion, but that doesn't stop someone from getting pissed off and hiring a lawyer and you're $10,000 in before you get a case dismissed. So um, this company is looking at helping to facilitate insurance, libel insurance for content creators. Right. I think what you will start seeing potentially in the future is that if you want to have a close relationship with, let's say, a company, and it's, let's say, that relationship is going to involve the exchange of dollars, right. you're going to have to have some sort of liability insurance in place in order to have a relationship with them. Right. Now, what do you think, Rob, would be a dollar amount? Let's say you're going to get uh, a quarter of a million dollars in protection. And you, just like car insurance, your deductible would be $500. How much do you think that should cost you a year? What for for a podcast like yours and mine, if we were to go out and get that insurance, what would you expect us? What do you think would be reasonable to pay for that? For your and my for the show like this, on an annual basis, yeah, on an annual basis, um, maybe two or three hundred dollars, something like that, probably. Not going to get it at two or three hundred. 
Really? So what if it was between 500 and 1,000? You're not going to find very many people doing it. Could you find, at $1,000, could you find 300 shows in the podcasting space that would do it? I don't think so. So it you, depends on the show format. That's true. But what if you had to have insurance to be on a platform? You have to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not an unreasonable thing to get. I know um, businesses have been getting liability insurance for forever, you know, I have. for, yeah, for things similar to this, right? So it's it's not an unusual request. I mean, it's it's usually general liability. Um, oftentimes those policies are pretty restrictive in what they actually cover, though. Yeah. Um, and 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 that's that's where I would have a lot of questions. Is well, what is it really covered? What does here? it cover? Or, yeah. What does the policy right. give you? Right. If you had a higher deduction, now you know I've. There's been some things I've said over the years where episodes has went out and I went, <sighs> you know, and right. there's been times, you know, that we say things on this show that sometimes I wonder about, you know, but I usually, you know, um, usually it's prefaced in my opinion or my, you know, I don't, I don't think I directly Again, you have to, you have to, it's how you, how you phrase it. And right. again, but it's, they still can sue you. <laughs> <clears throat> well, anybody can really sue you for anything at any time. So it's just whether or not it can be so, proved in court. So Douglas Reed in the uh, chat room, it says, we podcast moving has had conversation with a major podcast distribution platforms that want podcasts to carry E and O insurance, especially if they have music. So you could kind of understand that if someone's carrying music on there, you know, what's happening now is the, and again, I don't want to name a name because if I name one of them, people are going to be, you know, talking about this on the show, but let's say it's, you're a big name distribution network right. and we play ACDC in this podcast. I, oh, I don't know why ACDC, it's one I <laughs> Douglas is yeah. laughing already. I play ACDC in this, in this podcast and then the distribution network gets sued because I've, they've allowed an unauthorized piece of content, unlicensed authorized, unlicensed content to go on their system. So not only does the platform get sued, we will get sued. It's a, it's a double right. whammy. Right. So you can understand why a major distribution platform, which is getting sued left and right now anyway, because as an example, you know, I could hypothetically, some would, uh, someone could come to me, some major artist could say, uh, Todd, we want you to create a podcast and we want you to put three songs of my content in this podcast. And we want you to publish that. And then we're going to go find out who took it and who didn't take it down. And then what we're going to do is we're going to sue the living beep out of those companies. And uh, we're just going to make sure that is it, you know, and this happens, this type of activity happens. So, um, I'm not saying that is happening today, 
but it could. Yeah, anything like that's possible. You're right. So would you blame a somebody is? Yeah, would you blame? Oh, there's been plenty of conniving when it comes to RIAA and all that stuff. So can you? And uh, Douglas said that's errors and omissions. Right. I don't even think that covers libel or anything else. So you understand the why the policy I and it came from Lloyd's of London, and it was a cost me two thousand dollars for a year's worth of that coverage. And by the way, you can't get insurance today that covers you something yesterday. It's content here forward. <laughs> it's like it's like you know, or within the policy limit. It's you know that those policies are very distinctly listen. If you put something out six months ago, you go, ooh, I think I better cover myself well. You know, usually those policies don't cover something in the past. So yeah, I'm, be, I'd be curious to hear what the, it's just like, you know, you can't call the insurance company when you've already wrecked the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I need up my, uh, you know, replacement yeah, value. Isn't that a pre-existing condition? <laughs> well, it kind of is, but yeah. yeah. So that's a question, you know, how much will podcasters pay? Well, how much? How Here's a definition, a quick definition of errors and omission insurance. This is a type of professional liability insurance that protects companies, their workers, and other professionals against claims of inadequate work or negligent action. Most movies, most music producers, most of all those folks already have that type of insurance in the, mm-hmm. in the regular world. You know, if, if a major a distribution hub goes and says, I want to have your label on my platform or the vice versa, and, they, and they're going to say, okay, if you got insurance and yes, and you, you know, you share information and mm-hmm. that way the, the, you know, if, if all of a sudden it's found out you really didn't have the rights to that content. And right. you get sued, they just go, oh, well, uh, we're going to invoke our rights to be able to uh, tap into your insurance policy. Right. It doesn't appear that they, the errors and omissions insurance would, would cover this type of thing. Uh, I think uh, it's more around work. Yeah, Doug says it's, he actions. says, he says it's for copyright violation. So, so probably specifically ENO for copyright violation. So. You know, so don't be surprised, right. ladies and gentlemen, that within if this is coming down. The this pipe, is coming, right? yeah. This is coming down the pipe, and again, um, it's not. Podcasting is becoming more mainstream. It's going to have to follow some of the more mainstream rules and distribution if you want to be on certain platforms. And right. I go, and I go back, again. Are you and what's happening, Todd, right right now is we're we're becoming mainstreamed fast. Right. Mainstream fast. Right. And I, I don't want to slow roll this kind of stuff. Well, maybe I do. But I get to the point where I get worried about um haves and have not. Right. You know, you got indie yeah, if you're just doing an indie show and you want to be on platform Z. And you can't be on platform Z unless you have insurance. It's a matter of have or have not. Right. But if we can get the price down, it's again, it's economy of scale. 
if we get 10,000 or 15,000 podcasters to participate, then the price does come down to 250 or $300 a year. Right. You know, because what, so, so how it works with someone, some insurance writer is they say, okay, we think we're going to have five instances of lawsuits a year and we're, we're going to cover up to 1.25 million. So if I get five of those and they max out at 1.25 million, I need to bring in as a matter of a company, I need to bring in 1.3, 1.5, just as a matter of covering, having enough money to pay against claims. So, right. so there has to be a, a minimum number of people that are participating. So they, you know, if there's 300 that participate and they think there's going to be, you know, less than 1% of a claim. So. Todd, is this a, a type of a service or that platforms like ours can offer across their networks? If it goes well, if it goes well, we'll all offer the same thing. If it goes well, we'll have, we'll all be able to offer this as a option. It's part of, part of the, you know, well, they would have I, option we, option. It, yeah. It's basically an option. It's an option. Each, each account. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Someone could add on and it's, and again, there might, if you have five shows, well, do you get a discount? you have to have five policies or do you have to have yeah. one covers everything? I think it basically is probably how you have your business set up. If you have a yeah. business set up. If you're a sole proprietor, you have five, you know, again, I don't know. It's, it all's in the language of how the, so again, just discussions, just discussions. Yeah. And 250,000 is usually not enough. That's another thing too. You can burn through a quarter of a million on a lawsuit and, you know, half that will go to lawyer's fees sometimes. So, you know. Most of those types of insurance policies are like 2.5 million. Yeah. You know, so then you get into real dollars. Right. But anyway, it's, um, it's, it, we could foresee, see this coming. Right. And again, early discussions, but again, you, I'm, and I'm, again, I, I can't speak for any platform. But potentially you have to have, you know, some, maybe something's going to be required down the road. And guess what? If you don't want to, if you don't want to, you don't want the insurance, you're just not on the platform. Yeah. But it's all about because we're becoming mainstream. Todd, Todd did I see it right that uh, Captivate is now, um, or Rebel-based media is now IAB B2 certified? I don't think I, I, I saw that. I think I saw that. In Pod News, let's see. Oh, I did. I missed it. Uh, podcast hosts Captivate have added unique listeners to their analytics, oh, calculated yeah. to the IEB V2 standard. Oh, they cal highlight calculated it. to, not that they are. Ah, uh, that's right. It doesn't say that they're certified. Right. right. Okay. And they're they, stating that they're compliant and they came up not. with a unique listener metric is what they came up with probably according right. to the listener metric and the iv standard yeah which is what we've been all doing for a while now yeah. so 
So I, you participated in the Outlier Podcast uh, virtual I did summit. Yep. Went uh, yesterday, right? Yeah, and I think there was about forty in my session. I was the first one in the morning. It was on Thursday, mm-hmm. and um, I love having. Actually, I love presenting online. I just don't like audience interaction online because what I had is I had the PowerPoint screen full screened because that's the only way I could get it to show correctly on um, Zoom. So I couldn't watch the comments coming in in a separate window at all. Therein lies the problem is you're not in order. The way these platforms need to work is I need on Zoom. Hey, Zoom, if you're listening, I want to be able to just highlight a certain portion of my page to show on the screen and then be able to see comments. I think that was probably, I think StreamYard solves that better than Zoom does. So I got done on 78 slides, 45 minutes, fast fired, hard hitting. If you want to listen to the presentation, it's in this week's Podcast Insider, podcastinsider.com. That's the official podcast of Blueberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we replaced an interview with the, my 40 minutes of ranting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did get some good questions at the end. Have had a dozen or so people ask for the presentation. I've emailed that off. That's good. So it still was not, it just, it's not the same. Excuse me. How was, you know, how was your guys' presentation on the other one? Did you guys get oh, interactivity? On the NAB? On the NAB? No, Sorry. no, no. Didn't you guys speak at We Are something one of your uh, team members that's still that's coming up towards, oh, towards the end okay, of the month okay. there. all right i think it's like a week away all right yeah. so it's coming up yeah and we're uh Ellipson is sponsoring that event mm-hmm. now so so we're, we're going to be really actively involved in and in participating in that so so the- you know we're we're gambling on these virtual events more and more so i mean i think that there was a lot of skepticism about them um, just, you know, a month ago. Well, I think um, body count wise, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. Because but does that mean that they need to be done differently than well, how they've been? How, how can they, you know, they started at 11, so that would be an 8 a.m. start for the West coast. And they went about well, 10 hours. But the question really is then is how, uh, you get a spot to speak. And you hope right. people show up. And if you're, if you're promoting it on your social, who's going to show up? People that are already customers. I don't go to events. to I go to events to meet my customers and say, right. how are you doing? Is there anything we can answer for you? But I sponsor events and go to events to get new customers. We both do. Right. And to wave the flag, right? You know, we're going to see how quickly events come back. I, there's not a lot of, I don't know, Todd, what do you think? Do you think these real world events are going to make a, um, a comeback, strong yeah. comeback? Yeah, I, I, I'm 75% sure podcast movement will happen just in my own brain. They're 50-50, but, or I think they're 50-50. They don't know. And if, and if they do, you know, are they going to get 3,000 people show up nope. or are they going to get no, 1,500 people they show up? No, they're not going to get 3,000. Right. They might. So, we all might be right. so starved for interaction at that point. Well, already, already people are, right. you know, these are going to be a lot of divorces or a lot of babies <laughs> or a lot of people that aren't married that are going to be getting married that are lonely. Right. 
or there's going to be a bunch of alcoholics or a bunch of fat people, you know, because people are just sitting around all the time. Yeah. Right? I haven't got as one tenth of the exercise I need to get. Not, it's yeah. not because it's, it's because I've been lazy. I haven't, I work all day and I come home exhausted, brain exhausted. I'm not physically. It's just like my body just kind of I mean, follows we along. Spent a lot of time. I was thinking about this today too. I spent a lot of time traveling, going to the airport, going mm-hmm. catching trains and buses and Ubers and all sorts. And that all burns calories. Yeah. And you're just not doing that as much, you know, or standing on exhibit show floors for, uh, you know, 10 hours a day and every day and walking around meeting people and that, Builds up your your endurance and keeps your muscles strong and yeah there, there's a lot of compromises that are happening right now I know in my life it's my life's changed a lot so you, so sorry I, I, well and 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 I think on a I wanted to mention too um, um, I'm on the board of the podcast academy as well and they're they're continuing to have meetings and organizational stuff and. Really? There's probably going to be stuff <laughs> coming out here in uh, June is where you're, you're going to start seeing things start to happen w- w- with the organization. Um, I, I haven't uh, said this before, but they did vote me as chairperson of the or- organization. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Congratulations. So... Well, yeah. You're the ch- oh Rob. You- Sorry, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the best I can, though, Todd. Oh my goodness! So yeah. you're you're the you're the you're the top dog over it. At that, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, everybody that was involved in that is still involved. Nobody, right, right, right. I mean, it's that's not changing. It's just they. You're they wanted, quite. You're quite yeah. the politician. Am I now? <laughs> Well, so we I'm not had, announcing anything here, had, other than just to say that I'm on the board and that I'm I'm, I'm now going to be running the the meetings and okay and doing some 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 activities around education for the the uh, <laughs> the academy. So. Oh, you, oh my God! I, I'm happy for you. <laughs> that well, means you know, because that because because what that means that, that what that means is you have less time to focus on Libsyn. That's B- no, fantastic. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I can't say that. No, it's all going to be, yeah. So, so anyway, it, it just means that, you know, I think, you know, my role in the industry has always been is to bring people together. So, so now you've got a big challenge because, you know, so, all right, Rob, so I'm going to put it to you. Who's the indie right. podcasters that are on the committee? Who's the indie? <laughs> Who's the indie? Who's it? Well, there's many of them that started out as indie, but then uh, oh. they got got associated with networks. So, right? who are the indie podcasters on the committee? <laughs> mm, okay. Currently, uh-huh. it depends on how you define indie. Todd. Indie is indie. We know who indie is. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to be inclusive. <laughs> I'm not trying to draw divisions here. Well, there is division. So, so who are the? I know there is. So, yeah. who is the indies that are on the committee? Okay, so you have Alex, you have you have some Alex, work. Alex Albright. Um, what show does um, he? What what network does he run? <laughs> that's the. Was it the, the, 
uh, what's uh, it's the Tinder TV or, or or something like that. The the true crime. Oh, so is podcast. he really an indie? He's a. That's com- how he started out. That, okay. That's how he started out. All right. Well, yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just a. I mean, he's got a very popular, you know, true crime kind of kind of podcast. Okay. So you know where I'm going here. I know. Okay. Well, Todd, you know, change from the inside. All right. Well, we'll see. Right. Because now, now you're the one who gets to be held accountable, and I get we get to we we'll be talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I I think that the board is very very sensitive to this topic. So. Okay. Um, well, you, I, you're in charge of the board. I think it's indicative of them asking me to, to kind of lead, lead the organization too. All right. Okay. So I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to do the best I can to bring people together here, Todd. We've I, I know too much, too much division in the world. right I, now. I know you will, but, uh, yes. you know, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. I know you will. <laughs> I, 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 I totally expect that. So, well, congratulations anyway. So. Right. I knew you we were going to be on the board. I didn't know you were aspiring to lead. Oh, I look. didn't aspire anywhere. Uh huh. I, I I was just showing up. <laughs> oh, so hey, by the way, so I I, I here's a commercial break for you. So <laughs> I need one, Todd, right now. Oh, you do because yeah. you're getting a little warm, <laughs> is it? So so James Cridlin said in Twitter, "Everyone's home, but with no radios," and he's quoting a thing from Amplify Media. And right. I, and my response was LOL radio. What's that? Well, that triggered, that, that triggered James. He said, radio. Oh, it's a thing with nine out of 10 people listening every week, you know, like podcasting, but five times more popular. Oh so goodness. he, he hashtagged it pointless degenerate de, Oh my God. Pointless degeneration big enough for both of us. We don't need any enemy and enemy. So that's what he po- posted in his, his, his uh, Twitter feed. And my response was, stop listening to radio almost 14 years ago. My kids stopped many years ago, but listen to Pandora, Spotify. Radio has maybe 20 years left. Maybe uh, Rona has taught them that they need to be more diverse than drive. So that was my response. Yeah, I mean, we talked about yeah. this, this topic a lot in last week's yeah, show. So, so. so he obviously hasn't been listening, but. I, I triggered him just a little bit there if I say LOL radio. What's that? <laughs> now, let's just be let's just be honest. With we radio, yes, we've got ten to twenty years left. But my my kids, okay, I'm fifty five. My oldest is uh, thirty, around thirty ish, and my youngest is sixteen, and. They don't listen to radio. They do huh. not listen to radio. My 30-year-old, when I was down there, what does she do? She gets in the car, Bluetooth, Spotify. I mean, it's a, it's a generational shift. You know, I think I've been so, saying that for years. So I would say 30 and older probably right. still listen to radio a little bit. Right. If you have a new car, which most mm-hmm. 30 years and younger well, 30 years and younger, maybe they don't have a brand new car. Maybe they got a used car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it depends on where they're in their stage of the workplace and, you know, what rewards they've given, how much money they've saved. So a portion of that younger 30 group will have a brand new vehicle. Maybe not a luxury vehicle. Many will. And again, I'm kind of generalizing here. Mm-hmm. But still, most of those cars will have Bluetooth. Right. So, yeah. 
anyway, I think. And, and more and more data is being built into cars, but, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go back and say, this, say, say this again, you know, um, you look long-term, um, I, I think fewer and fewer people are going to own cars. Uh, depends on where you live. If you live in a major right, metropolitan right. area. Yeah. But well, and also, I mean, ask begs another question or I'm hearing a lot of people say that people are moving out of the cities. Well, then they're going to need a car. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. true. So I don't know. I mean, I'm hearing that people are moving out of the cities because of this COVID thing, because of density is what's, um, causes more exposure, right? At least well, that's, that's been, well, that's kind of, at least what it looks like in New York. It. Yeah. Looks right, like people were getting sick right in their own building, staying home and the air circulation was getting them. Right. Least. In the areas of, of the country. Sure. There's hot spots around the country right. that are like in meat plants or right, right, where right. people are working really close together. Um, but generally where the hotspots are is where the dense population centers are. Yeah. Um, so does that mean that long-term people are going to start moving out of the cities, which means cars are going to be important again. Yeah. More and more. But I do like it, Todd, that we lost a lot of our air pollution over the last month. <laughs> if you see a lot of the pictures around the yeah, world. Yeah, I've seen some of that. Yeah, right. So, that just shows anyway. you Mother Earth heals herself pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, you've got deer running in, in suburbia right now, you know, and animals are moving into the, right. you know, into, into the cities. So, mm -hmm. I, I think that, um, you know, I think going back to how media is being consumed, I, I just, again, I remain completely bullish on podcasting and, you know, so what am I, what am I become more bullish on YouTube? I'm watching more YouTube. So I think it's a good time to be a YouTuber. Um, right. TikTok, you know, a lot of people are on TikTok. That's how they're staying entertained. Some of these new right. platforms that are out there can't hardly hand. I cannot hardly handle to be on Facebook right now. I, I just almost, again, I paste Facebook and I just get pissed off. So it's same thing with mainstream media. I just watch mainstream media and I get pissed off or my anxiety goes up. So yeah. what am I going to? I'm going to stuff that's funny. I'm going to, I don't want to be here the same depressing beep. You know, I, it's, it's been enough. It's been pounded into us for, for nine weeks now. I, you know, right. personally, why am I watching sailboating uh, YouTube videos? Because all of a sudden, because we're all locked down and now we want to be out, right? So my brain is saying, I need to get out. I need to get out. And these sailboat people have freedom. They're just out in the middle of the right. water somewhere. Although I can imagine kind of bored sometimes, right. but at least they ever do something to stay busy. So did you see the article that was posted by Paul Colligan uh, about the uh, video podcasting? I did. Yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting. I mean, I think it's true. I mean, all these people creating Zoom yep. meetings and um, shows on Zoom or, you know, um, you know, we StreamYard are, or whatever are making, could make podcasts out of them. We are ahead of the curve. Right. Right. Yeah. So for those of you that want to recreate something like this, it's really not that much hard work. There's not that much money. You can segment off a bedroom and create right. something like this, what I have here. You look what Rob's done. You know, Rob's a work in progress. For years, we were just in Rob, one of Rob's rooms, but now he's decorated a little bit, added some lighting. So he'll get that dialed in over time. Right. But, you know, I, use examples like Leo Laporte. You can use this, this set's example. This set was derived from stuff that Leo came up with. 
mm-hmm. I, I copied some of the stuff, you know, copy. It, it has my own flair. Right. And uh, matter of fact, if you want to help with flair, we will, we'll change out the directions, be, uh, the decorations behind us. We will take prop donations on loan. You want to loan us something to put it in the back of the scene? We'll, we'll put it up there for a season or for 90 days or something, send it back to you. So you got a prop you think would be good for the back shelf? Let me know. And, and you can do video podcasts. Um, you know, Todd supports video, Lipson supports video, um, Apple supports video. And it was announced that Spotify is going to support video too. So, you know, who knows? Maybe start video podcasting. Now, granted, it is more expensive to do that, um, but it's possible. Why did we do right. Why did, okay. So I, I, did podcast did okay let me let's go back to show episode 670 of geek new central that was right around the time i Mm -hmm. started video podcasting yep was doing a solo show at 8 p.m hawaiian standard time Mm -hmm. and there was nobody else online it was like really boring i mean to the point where i was like yeah, and many of you feel this. You're talking to the mic by yourself. That's why so many of you have co-hosts. But as a solo show, doing that show, I got to the point like, I would really love to have some audience interaction. So right. that's the reason I, I was experimenting with video because I wanted to know what it would take to do it. But be honest with you, um, it really was about having some audience participation. Now, my audience at that time was out of Australia and New Zealand. They were the only people that were awake because eleven right. o'clock because of eleven o'clock in California, uh, two o'clock in the morning. And there was some there was some hardcore night owls that were staying up with me watching a tech show from the East Coast, which I always thought was pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did it for the interaction. So I would suggest if you're going to do video, do live, right, and just uh, record it and record yeah. it. Yeah. Doug says, what camera are you using? Mine are about 10 years old. I am using an NDI HX PTZ camera for this shot. A not inexpensive camera, but you can get the same type of quality here. If you've got a DSLR, you can use a DSLR for your, uh, if you have a Canon 60D, something that can, you can plug an HDMI cable in and you can do video. A DSLR works fantastic. And matter of fact, what I like about a DSLR is you can get the lens, whatever lens you want, to get the mm-hmm. right spread, and then right. or that's uh, a really expensive choice, though. That's I mean, an expensive choice, choices. but a lot right. of people have DSLRs. So if you have a DSLR, right. it can dual head as your camera for your show. The second right. option is um are some uh camcorders, camcorders. yeah, camcorders, right. and, you, right. and really that's what this is: this is a camcorder lens in a PTZ body. Now, if you're going to do multi-shots, I'm going to show you what happens when you have mis- mismatch cameras. Now, if you're watching, watch closely. So watch the color of my shirt. So I'm going to go to camera three, which is uh, from data video. It's not an NDI. So first of all, let me go to camera one. A little bit different on the shirt color. It's pretty close because it's, it's a little different angle of the camera. So you would expect that to be pretty close. But let me go to camera shot three completely different color yeah 
Yeah, it's darker too. Because it's not the same camera. Right. Each each camera or webcam is going to be different. It's a little different. different. So get if you yeah. can do them more than one one use two cameras of the same type. And if I change Tom, my angle, do you really need to have three cameras? No. No. Because you you really only use this camera. Mostly, yeah. Sometimes I go to this shot, you know, but mostly it's a mostly a single shot. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. But uh, you, you have a pretty expensive setup there. You're using a TriCaster. That's right. But you don't have yeah. to use a TriCaster. You can use StreamYard for, right. you know, the, ch- the challenge. Just, yeah. Just get some capture cards that you can go from HDMI to, to, to USB, USB 3. Yep. USB. Right. Yep. So, and they've even, if you've got it, if you got a desktop, they've got cards that you can stick in your machine to plug HDMI in directly. Those are pretty expensive, but you can have three, you know, and another thing too, the more cameras you add, the more horsepower you need on your, on any of the streaming software you're using. Well, your CPU needs to be a little stronger. Right. More RAM too. Yeah. Yeah. StreamYard is pretty forgiving. It uses the browser. They do a pretty incredible job. But you're not, you know, I can feed, I, I feed StreamYard a single input. You can't do multiple camera inputs to StreamYard, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's lots of, you know, I'm using, if I had to rebuild this whole studio, there's no way I would use a TriCaster. Not today. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of free options out there. Or more right. expensive ones. The TriCaster Boy, those, is not a, those, go ahead. Those HDMI um, capture cards, they, they, they sure very widely wildly in price yep it's 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 really i mean i mean i've seen some that were like 49 bucks 39 bucks i've seen other ones that are like 700 dollars. try the 49 dollar one first but make sure it's a us make sure it's hdmi to usb right read carefully yeah sometimes it's it's a hdmi to usb that's all that does is give you another monitor it's not a doesn't feed it just allows you to have another monitor Right. Yeah. Right. They have to be careful with this stuff. Plus, plus, I've also read that uh, the video quality can be degraded in that conversion process. Start start as yeah. cheap as you can and buy it on Amazon. If you don't like it, send it back. Right. Right. Yep. But I would probably spend if I was going to buy new cameras. I really love the Canons. I love can the Canons a lot. Matter of fact. That's um, what is used in the green screen room as a Canon, and I have a, can- uh, but those are not cheap cameras either. That those cameras are run about a about a thousand dollars a piece for. They are a prosumer camcorder, right? But you don't have to go that high. Probably a couple hundred bucks at least, maybe two fifty. For yeah, good I think camcorder. that the newer cameras now that, that are out are certainly a higher quality. I think oh. the, with the cameras that you have are probably what four or five years old. Probably uh, these ones in front of me are about two, uh, two and a half years old, but they were twenty seven hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, uh, this camera here that I don't use very much it was two grand. Right. Um, I've got a camera over there that's on a single shot for the demo room that camera oh my god that was a sony that's a sony pro uh, pro that's not a prosumer that's a pro camera that was when you can buy it still costs like three thousand dollars today to buy it used so it it was a lot of money but you don't need to spend that kind of money you don't you just 
you know, you're using a, you're using a, uh, it's like a $39 Logitech C920. Yeah. yeah. And really the key is Rob needs to basically get, I told him before we started the show that Rob needs to get that white balance. Now you're not on a Mac, so you should be able to have the software that goes along with that camera to white balance that. So you, Rob, you need to get a card that, uh, let's see, do I have it sitting here? Well, I am running the Logitech um, camera setup software, and it doesn't appear to have a white balance you, setting on it. If but, it doesn't, I can try it. Yeah, you need to get one of these, right? And well, just a white sheet of paper will do it. Yeah, it, it it'll work. Um, white sheet of paper will work. Right. This isn't as just, this just isn't as white as a sliders. white. This right. isn't as white as a white sheet of paper, though. Right. So. And, and, and your lights though, too, see that you notice since I moved that, my camera balance, I've got these set up to auto, auto white balance. So I'm running 5,600 K on my lights. So that's another thing too, is if you're, if you buy some led lights, they've got some of them have the ability to go from, uh, I have four, these four, all set to 5,600 right so now. So yeah. everything in here is at 5,600 and actually with all the way the. The studio is set up in the reflection. I actually get about 5,300, 5,400 Kelvin out of the, and basically what 5,600K means for any of you that are like, what the hell is he talking about? It's like being outside in the daylight. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a difference between a yellow, the old yellow bulbs and a white bulb. Yeah. It's like a soft white. Right. Kind of. Coloration. So right. what in your room, Rob, I don't know if that's an LED light or a regular light bulb behind you. The on uh, on your on your cabinet? Oh, that's that's uh I, I believe that's an incandescent, so it's a soft white. So if you would buy a fifty six hundred uh they sell light bulbs that are at right at fifty six hundred too. They're more expensive. Right. Uh in and they're this, usually the LED lights. Right? Yeah. In this studio, I have fluorescence that I paid. Well, I, I could have bought bulbs that were like $80 a piece, but I found fluorescent bulbs at 5,400 Kelvin that, or 5,500 Kelvin that were like $80 for a box. They had to special order them, but I actually, they're not turned on. But when I do turn them on, my fluorescent lights are even white as well. Or, or it, it, as close to 5,600 as I could get it. And again, again, maybe you don't want to. Maybe you want some ambiance. Maybe you want to look like you're in a cave or something. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Eileen says, yes, some of the Logic Cams have the white balance options. If not, there's an app you can install called Webcam Settings. Well, that's for Mac. But yes, those of you Mac users, you can't white balance on nothing. So you got to have this app called Webcam Settings. Thanks, Eileen, for that. I appreciate it. And Doug, even if your cameras are about 10 years old, if they're, as long as you've got good lighting, they should be fine. You don't have to go out and buy new cameras. Web, uh, right. hand, uh, handy cams that we had that are 10 years old, those, the difference in quality is going to be minute. As long as they have H, you know, as long as they get you 16 by nine out. If they're really old, they're three, you know, they're basically SD. They're not HD. Right. One of the reasons why I, I, I would consider getting one of these camcorders as a replacement for my webcam is that it just has a bigger aperture. Right. It, it does better color balance and better color absorption. 
into the, the the video because it's got a bigger lens. You know, my sensor is about that big around on the know, PTZs. Mine's like a like a, a dot. Pinhead. Yeah, it's a pinhead. Yeah, right. And that's what you're really paying for. The 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 guts of the of the cameras are the same. You're paying for a bigger that bigger lens. aperture lens. Yeah. Now, the challenge I have in this room, in all honesty, is I wish the cameras were about three feet more back. I wish they were back a little further because it's right. really hard. You know, this, this actual lineup was very painful to get because literally my camera is at the end of my, it's right at my hand. My fingers are literally three inches from that lens. So my cameras are close. You know, all of yeah. them, right? They're right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not very far from my camera either. I'm probably maybe two feet. So the goal is it's like right, right, right. I mean, I, when, I'm not even extending my arm. Right. When, it's right there. When you back the cameras up a little bit, then you can use the zoom. You, you can get the zoom where you need it to be. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, it is, I mean, it is an art right, right now. And I think that more podcasters need to, I mean, really, I, you know, I think making your home office a, a studio, I think is a really smart business move right now. And it's easy uh, if you're in an office. Right. right. You know, all these broadcasters, all these major broadcasters are doing it from home. And, and I continue to see a lot of, a lot of professional people that are just not representing themselves very well, um, in, in, in online video. So. You know, it's not that difficult. Like Todd said, it's not that difficult to get it set up, but it does take some effort. Now, just you know? go back to some of my videos when I was in Hawaii, not necessarily this show, but my evening show. I had all the windows in that. We didn't have AC. And sometimes I would cook. The sweat would be running down my forehead because it'd be 100 degrees in the studio. But I had windows open in the room. And if you can't afford AC and you're doing, there's no reason you... Oftentimes you're going to have to turn the air conditioning off anyway, because you're getting, you know, you can hear the air conditioning running. That was a, that's my problem when I'm in hotel rooms. I often have to shut the AC off to do the right. show here in this studio. I have not had a season yet where I've had to have the AC running continuously. So we'll see how that goes when we get the AC because it's, I've got central, central air in here, but mm -hmm. I'm blessed now because I can, you know, and there's no kids running around. No kids fighting, you know, and, and that's something you have to decide in your house. You know, it's just like bandwidth. I used to, you know, tell them 15 minutes before showtime right. and I would warn them, you know, no head to head gaming that I would make them force them to go into just doing gaming with, they were, you know, nothing that was interactive on the, and I could tell I'd be doing the show and all of a stuff, the stream would start lagging. I'd get pissed. And I had to hit the mute button and scream at my kids to quit the gaming because they were using all the bandwidth. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're going to do live video, you're going to have to tell the kids to quit doing head to head. They don't have to stop doing, they still watch Netflix because your issue is the push, not the pull. So, right. you know, they can still watch movies, but you got to cut that two-way traffic down while you're doing the, the podcast. Right. And I knock on wood here. We've been, I've been really, I'm really, you know, like today we're pushing, let me look what we're pushing right now on this. And I upped it. So as I just did it recently, we're pushing 4.5 K right now times two. So I'm pushing nine, actually nine megs up. 
one going to YouTube, one going to Wowza. And we were running 3.5, 3.6 a month ago. So I pushed the bandwidth up. And plus I have the live stream going, which is pushing another 1.6. And I've got max of 20 here. So that's another thing too. If you pick your live time, <laughs> you know, if you're going to do live at, in your, na- in, your, in your house, and you're going to do live at 8 p.m., you need to do some mm-hmm. test runs because you're sharing all that gaming activity with your entire neighborhood on your node. Mm-hmm. Business offices are supposed to have dedicated connectivity. I'm supposed to have 20 that's I'm not sharing with anyone. I don't believe it. But um, your house connection is sharing with neighbors on that, that, that upload. So you may run into trouble. They may not be able to run as much bandwidth up. But if you do it at four o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock at night, maybe when that's something, again, it depends on when you want to live stream. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So. Yeah. I don't know if so I read this. Else? Uh, Eileen says, if you have a Brio, which is my web- webcam, Logitech has a special app, but lots of folks complain that the color is off. Yeah. Even I'm looking at this shirt and I'm looking at the, this is maybe just a little dark and I haven't white balanced the cameras I'm using right now for about every two weeks. So here's another thing you got to get used to too. If you're just, if you're thinking about doing video, the ca- as the cameras heat up, the, the color changes. So you want to make sure if you are going to white balance your camera, that your camera has been on collecting video. And if for like your case, Rob, make sure you just turn it on and make sure it's showing on the screen, let it run 20, 25 minutes and then white balance it. Because what will happen is, is that camera gets cold and then as it heats up, it's dynamics change. So that's why television studios and stuff, they rarely shut their cameras off. They're, they're on all the time, maybe in a standby mode, but the guts are warmed up. And that way when they come on, they, like I can go to a white balance here. I could do a white balance right while we're live and it would change the color, but yeah, don't white balance. So when you do that, you have to fire up all your lights and stuff. So the camera oh, gets, used yeah, to, you, you have to, right. you, you need to white balance right. it in the right. normal, normal mode. So, well, we can do it right here. Let me grab my little board. Mm-hmm. And you want to white balance where your focal point is going to be. Try not to tilt it too much. I'll go over here and get on the TriCaster. And so I'm going to grab the, the white balance button. You notice the color just changed a little bit. Now yeah, I'm I'll, seeing a little bit of a green tinge. So now, so I just, I just white balance that camera just that quick. Right. So when I, was, when I, when I held it to drag it over, you, it, the color changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But now I can actually go in and if I need to, I can adjust the brightness. So I'm set at minus eight now, so I can go way high. See, I can see how bright it's getting. And then I can, and I can go the other way. I can go dark. So, you know, you can set your, go back to where I was. Because I've professionally eyeballed this. And I can change the hue, the contrast, and the saturation. So right now, on a color balance, and those of you that color with, I'm running a 201, 215, 208. So 
What does that mean? Well, if I get one camera exactly right where I want it to be, I can go over to another like-minded camera and change that to 201, 215, 208, and it's supposed to match the color. Mm. Yeah. It's supposed to. It doesn't always actually it's do not that. Quite, yeah. yeah. It depends on the color, right, that it's trying to represent. Yeah. Because it does have a color range. And, and if I want to get real fancy, this has got a system where I can actually look at a menu and it will show me the, 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 the histogram of true color. So it basically brings up a histogram of all the shades the camera picks. And you can, it's kind of weird. You can, if you can rotate that and get in the middle, that's actually supposed to be as close to true as possible. But I, I'm not a, I just eyeball it. So we've been talking about stuff that people that are listening are like, they don't even under, can't see it, but. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Ah, we're, you know what? We're already an hour 30. What did we talk about? (laughs) I can't. We just talked about some, you know, some news headlines and, um, that kind of stuff. And I, I mentioned a few things that are new. Yeah. (laughs) I think we already talked about them down winding down the google play podcast listening we already covered the, that. i would say that the big 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 thing that came out of the show is what's going on with um podcast attic right getting yeah. pulled down off of the google play store yep yeah. and of course again todd's ranting about you know have your own site that way you don't have to worry about community guidelines All Right. All right so, all right. Well, well, here we are. Did you guys get enough? Those of you that are watching the live stream, did you get enough? If you did, I hope so. Um, let's see here. Yeah, we had a lot of people on, uh, on uh, some, YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. We had more people on YouTube than we had on uh, Facebook today. Said uh, oh, a couple of inputs. Todd, sensors that come from the production line back to back do not capture light the same. That's true. Danielle says the Avia, A-V-A-Y-A, A-V-A-Y-A, uh, I-X, Huddle, HC020 is the only webcam I see in stock at B&H Photo. Hard to find webcam, webcams in stock anymore. That's true. So you may... Uh, have to get a camcorder. You may have to get a camcorder. Brett Bell. Right. Do I need makeup? Is that... Is, was that for me earlier on my shiny head <laughs> is that uh, the next thing todd that we're gonna have to do or we're, we're gonna have to get makeup that's the next thing i have to powder my nose before every show well you've got the same glare thing going as i do and i i bought that anti-glare it's kind of weird and i, I was expecting something a little well, todd, different some people uh wax their heads i thought uh no <laughs> i don't need to be a you know i don't need to be seen from the space station from the international <laughs> space station <laughs> Hey, I do want to mention, though, this is kind of unrelated to this show, but May 27th is a big deal. Um, for those of you that have been watching the years roll by since we've had a space shuttle, had a U.S. lift capability to the International Space Station, the space shuttle's been retired a long time. But on May 27th, SpaceX is going to have the first crewed flight 
to take two crew members to the International Space Station. And uh, I'm a bit of a geek, and this is a big deal. Uh, it'll right, be, I agree. Uh, be our return to putting, we don't have to rent s- slots on the Soyuz anymore. So, probably uh, a good thing given, given, given what's happening in the world right now. Right. So, we, uh, SpaceX is going to put uh, two American astronauts in, uh, they're only flying two. This is, okay, the only thing I'm concerned about, they call this a demo flight. How, how is a demo flight? It's demo it you're actually flying d- demo number two. I'm like, okay, Sorry, guys, you guys are expendable. <laughs> demo? <laughs> They're calling it a demo flight? And I guess I guess Elon Musk is, you know, like, we'll just we'll just call this one a demo. God forbid we blow them up, but it was a demo. You know, it's true though. It's a you know serious business putting uh, you know Americans inside something. I, you know, SpaceX has uh, demonstrated their escape. And anything to do with rockets and fuel is, uh, as we well know, we've lost a number of astronauts on reentry and on departure. Todd, maybe they're clones or androids or something, and they're just not telling us. I need a clone. Some someone, if hey China, China, if you're in the clone business, uh, I order two. (laughs) (laughs) Think about how productive you could be if there if we clone Todd. If there was two Todds, could the world handle that? I don't know. We would have to keep them locked up at night. Because <laughs> <laughs> there'd be the good Todd and the bad Todd, right? No, just, just, the go, real Todd is in the middle. Give them food and go to work. <laughs> I think there would be a think there would be no Todds left before it was all over. We'd kill each other. Right, so yeah. anyway, yeah. I, I don't think the world could handle clones, to be honest with you, uh, in all reality. But the... That means that the real Todd could sleep in. Oh, hell of that. Go on vacation. Permanent vacation. <laughs> make them, make them eat, eat, eat crackers and soup. I take the rest of the money and go on vacation. Hey, Todd, oh. I, I heard, this is just an anecdote that has really not a lot to do with podcasting, but it, 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 it probably have a little bit. Is that I heard that the, the Apple is going to be coming out with uh, some, some glasses soon. I, oh, I mean, so, not. So. Not right away, but here in the next year or two or a couple of years. So I've got this cool thing in my room in the back. I flew to LA a number of years ago mm-hmm. and I went to this nondescript building in Los Angeles. Actually, it's kind of a, it felt kind of, well, actually it wasn't a shady area, but I went and got Google glasses. They got fit. I had to go get them, you know, instructed, walk around, ate lunch at the Google facility. And I, I played, I paid for that pleasure to do that. I, you're going to have to really impress me to come up with some glasses that'll be functional. But, you know, all the Apple fans are going to rush to buy them. Well, I'm sure how, how these are going to work, it's going to probably connect to your, your watch, you know, your Apple watch, right? Uh, and it's going to drive, uh, you know, augmented reality experiences. And you may not have to carry around your iPhone anymore. Hmm. Okay. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. So meanwhile, I'm going to wrap the show up because I have a, I have plumber duty to do today. I've got oh, to, re- yeah, I got well, to re- have fun with that. Huh? Yeah. I got to replace the guts of a toilet. So, you know, that happens Ooh. every once in about, every 10 years on a, on a toilet. So that's going to be fun. That's a path to <laughs> growing humble. In your oh, life. you know, it's, you take the tank off and replace the guts of the tank. Uh, yeah. I've yeah. done it before. Yeah. Yes. It sucks. 
So yeah, I've been, been putting it off for two months. I've got the kit sitting in there. I'm like, I better get that done. All right. All right. Good so anyway, it, yes. All right. Todd at blueberry.com at geek news on Twitter. Of course, at, at blueberry for, if you want to reach the blueberry team, Rob. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well at Rob Greenlee. And that's with two E's. And if you want to send me an email, send it to Rob G at lipson.com. And I'm happy to talk to you about podcasting. Absolutely. So, uh, as we sign off to the chairman of the uh, of Podcast Academy, <laughs> Congrat- <laughs> congratulations, Rob. All right, everyone. Okay. We'll see you next right. time here on the, uh, okay. on the New Media Show. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.